superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Arab, man. When you have a guest from out of town, it's just everything he wants to say and talk about is right. The Rich Eisen Show. I'm a Jew on Yun Kipper interviewing an Arab, okay? So, <laughs> I think that's good. Well played, well played. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Steve Smith Sr. Still to come. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on our eighth anniversary. We turn eight today. Um, in hour number one, we had Steve Smith Sr. And what a great conversation we had. He was sitting right here in studio. If you missed him talking about his playing days and some of some great stories about him uh, firing himself up to play and some of the things that happened to him on the field and some of the things he created to do, whatever he needed to do, and how he's now smiling more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He also talked about uh, who he thinks the best team in the league is right now, the prospects of the AFC being won by the Dolphins, and so much more uh, about tonight's game as well that he's helping lead into uh, with NFL Network's coverage of the game day on Thursday. Um, he uh, he was here um, in hour number one. If you missed it, stay tuned right here on Channel 210 on the Roku channel. We re-air right away, and our first hour will be right up first. And there's our YouTube page as well. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show is a little bit of a backstop um, uh, for, for us. Mike McCarthy just said uh, the Cowboys are nobody's underdog. Run till that. Good stuff right there. On conversation. Our fun conversation we just had. Uh, we'd love to have chats with you in this hour if Let's you're up for it. 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. We've got a lot of football to talk to with the Colts playing the Broncos tonight. Chris Brockman and uh, DJ Mikey D, uh, Del Tufo, sitting in his spot. Uh, TJ Jefferson, uh, the candle's been lit for a while. Um, and so we're all here. The gang is all here. Aaron Rodgers is in London. Green Bay Packers are 3-1 and one in London. It's the first time they've ever been to London. Kind of crazy. Yeah, no, it's the 32nd London game. You want to know what's really kind of crazy? London's never seen a matchup of two winning teams at the same time. That is nuts. Ever. <laughs> really? That's correct. Wow. That week. ends this time. Yeah. Oh, we were sending them a lot of Jaguars games. So, well, yep. as you know, Bailey Zappi almost made that not happen. Ah, it was so close. Right? Bailey Zappi almost got uh, Rodgers. Because the offense is not firing on all cylinders. And um, I, however, see a team that's 3-1 and one as the offense is getting ready to ramp up. 
These kids are fast. Romeo Dobbs is fast. What uh, Christian, Christian Watson. Watson is fast. You got some fast kids, man. And um, they're going to get up to speed, and I think they're going to be real tough to stop. Rodgers is pulling out all the stops. I- I've never heard him talk this way. And this way being in the preseason, flat out calling him out, saying some guys aren't in the spots that they're they're not in, and if they're not going to be there, they're not playing. Essentially is what he's been saying. I mean, he's just saying these kids have to grow up. And I don't blame him. Uh, I, I don't blame him for talking this way. I know he's received some criticism, and he'll tell you. He'll receive criticism about anything that he does, including the shot, by the way, that he has in, on uh, – that he's set up for for him on McAfee's show whenever he's on. Do you notice he sets it up so he shows off all the books behind him too? You know, it's, uh, honestly, there's a lot of headroom there. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, <laughs> Rogers gets criticized for anything that he he'll 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 say pretty much, and so he he's received some some pop, and I don't blame him. I mean, his window's closing, man. Oh yeah, and. Devontae Adams is not walking through that door. Randall Cobb is walking through that door, but an old school Jordy Nelson's not walking through that door. An old school Donald Driver's not walking through that door. I could go on and on and on and on. So what's he doing now to bring this up? He is bringing up his closing window of opportunity as a possible piece of motivation for these kids to grow up. Hey, kids, you want to play with me? You want to keep playing with me? You want me to keep playing so you can have me here? Grow up is essentially what he said in front of his locker yesterday in London. I think there's going to be a lot of benefits to be reaped from from those guys. So I'm sure long after I'm gone, those guys are going to have an opportunity to, to be here and play and play in the second contracts. But it's about development, really, for them. It's about their mental approach especially like I said yesterday year one to two can be a big jump two to three can be an even bigger jump look my decision when it comes down to it will be uh, obviously the physical part the mental part seeing where the team is at look at the defense a lot of guys are signed for multiple years now that seems to be intact for a while they got a good core on the offensive line some young guys uh, obviously two great backs who are still under contract there's some moving pieces but you know that'll factor in for sure but seeing the development of those guys uh, you know, can't help but be a part of the decision. I love it. Pull out every stop. The development of those guys would be part of the decision. What? You know, I'm going to come back so I can get my brains beaten in because these guys aren't in the right spot or they haven't developed or they haven't focused or they haven't taken it seriously enough. I'm not saying they're not, but right. that could be something that's going on behind the scenes. I don't know. We're always, you know, you only see the tip. You never see the full iceberg in our world. Yeah. He'll be back next year because if he doesn't, it'll cost him $60 million bucks. Well, it's not just that, too. <laughs> you take a look. Just look up any story about if when Rodgers retires. Massive cap. At pay. any point in time. Massive when, when he does decide to step away during this contract or even if he plays it all out, there is a large piece of credit that will be due. So you could sit here and say, yeah, he's leaving a lot of money on the table. And yeah, he would be leaving the the team a huge cap bomb that would go off. He doesn't want to play anymore. He doesn't want to play. And if he doesn't, if if he does wind up short this year because 
this the cupboard is empty or not as good as it used to be and and he's taking hits well, well that'll be the end of that we should have had a better conversation with Devonte adams before he left <laughs> <laughs> i just found it fascinating to me that in the summer it's just like hey you're not there you're not playing if you're not in the spots you're supposed to be you're not playing and now it's just like, hey, I might not be here if these guys don't develop. I mean, I obviously am putting those words into what I just said. My, my words, that's the implication. But that, he said, yeah, that'll be a factor. You know, just kind of a throwaway at the end. Yeah, their development obviously will be a factor. Physical, mental, well, a lot of things about to do with me and my readiness and my preparedness and how I'm feeling. Looks like Romeo Dobbs, though, is. Uh, That's why I'm saying I had them maker. six in my in yeah. my in my power rankings. Yeah. You know. By the way, I got a very nice tweet. I don't know if we have that, uh, Hoskins. Uh, very nice tweet. <laughs> I want to throw up on the screen right here. <laughs> what, what about your power rankings? Oh yeah. Oh no, you didn't. Oh gosh. Oh yeah, oh. I did. Do you have a burner account? Is this your own? I don't yeah. have a burner account. Yeah. I do not have a burner account. <laughs> I do not have a burner account. I saw it and I sent it to the guys at home. I'm calling it up as as I believe Hoskins is. Uh, a gentleman named Mike Allen uh, said, "Just listen to Rich Eisen's NFL power rankings. Good for you, Rich, for not listening to all the pressure. Just because a team wins one game doesn't mean they have to move up. Your power rankings are what I always wished everyone else's were. And in case anybody uh, is wondering, Mike is a news anchor at Fox 24 in Fayetteville, Arkansas." Don't make him right. He's a Syracuse, Syracuse alum before you start carping oh, on him. Oh, oh see, nice. All right. Now he gained so, the fame. You know, okay. So, okay. you know, you know he, he's probably, he's probably if he's a Syracuse alum, well he's educated. probably a Newhouse guy. Well educated. Okay. Which they, they don't just turn out people willy-nilly at the Newhouse <laughs> school. true. They don't. All right. And um, I, I, I like Mike a lot. I've never seen what he does. I think he's probably one of the most trusted newsmen in the business. <laughs> Let's see. But Yeah. Man, our yeah. power rankings are, native. are are diverse here, but only one is uh, like mine, and there's and it's mine. It's also you weird. Know what he's talking about. It's weird. I was on Venmo this morning just uh, cleaning up some bills, and I saw you had a payment to Mike Allen. Yeah. No, 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 no. I have not friended you on Venmo, sir. I friend nobody on Venmo. You can't see Jack. Friends, people on Venmo. Well, By the way, that like, is I, one like of the, I'm going to yeah. show you. I'm going to show you what exactly. I'm spending money on. Who am I giving that it to? That is one of the weirdest things I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. It's the fact that like, I put mine on private. I don't need to know it's that like, someone I met one time in a club yeah. 15 years ago yeah. Yeah. paid yeah. someone 20 bucks for a pizza. I don't, I don't, don't care. I don't understand that. Know that. And by the way, it's not like I don't like you. I'm just not going to accept your like. No, I mean I, I'm friendly with you. You may know me, I may know you, but you, you're you're not friendly enough to, to with to me or me with you to know who I'm giving money Quiet. to and why and when. I find that very that about? weird, yeah, man. Private. Okay, so we're like that. We every, are like that. Okay, every we're like that. But when hey, it comes like to power that. rankings, we're not. We are. Well, no, it depends. You're in one spot, and me and my new buddy from Fayetteville, Mike Allen, we're in another spot. Well, Mike Allen, I don't you know how You were ready to go on Mike is. Allen until I told oh, you he's yeah. a Syracuse. He was. Then you backed off, didn't you? You backed off, didn't you? you that, admit that's it. how you get Brockman. You tell him he goes to Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, had yeah. Pack, yeah. I had the Packers fourth. in the house. Fourth this week. Okay, and I'm sixth. I had the Packers. Because I've seen the the offense, and you see Dobbs, like you could see oh, Dobbs yeah. is Dobbs is good. He's cutting around yeah. the edges, and when he hits the yeah. center spot, yeah, Dobbs is nice. Look out, he's big too, isn't he? Yeah, he reminds me of just like kind of a, a bigger, beefier uh, Randall Cobb. He wears eighty seven. Yeah, 
That, so that was Jordy's number. I know. You're used to seeing 12 to 87. Yeah. And then Lazard, 12 to 13, man. Lazard like, just sounds like a guy, again, who we're trying to get uh, uh, Trump's taxes from, right? <laughs> Lazard's? <laughs> so just going to Lazard's trying to get him? Uh, Tom Brady has chimed in. Oh, oh, I see how um, right. I'm so worried. Tom Brady yeah. has chimed in on the parity in the National Football League. Because okay. as you know, he's 2-2, two and two, so are the Falcons. Just take a look. You just take a look. Across a, the standings, just big, one one division over. And all game. the standings are one division below, depending on whether you're a vertical or horizontal reader of standings. Uh, the game. NFC West, everybody's two and two. Big game. It's like uh, Oprah giving out cars. <laughs> you, you get a win. You're two and two. You're two and two. You're two and two. You're two and two. Right? Brady was asked about the parity in the NFL. This is a man on year two, three saying this. Tom, in all your years, there's even more parity now. There's a lot of teams that are two and two. I think there's a lot of bad football from what I watch. <laughs> I watch a lot of bad football, a lot of, yeah, poor quality of football. That's what I see. Wow. wow. That's a guy getting ready for the booth right there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. he's ready. TB12 sees a lot of bad football. Oh, he's ready. Get there, him in the booth, man. There are uh, 14 he's... two and two teams. 14. Get him in a booth. He's primed up. Brady looks thin. Can we get him a cheeseburger? Yeah, he does or look really right? thin. Tom Brady sees a lot of bad football. Okay. Tune in Sunday. Jeez. Oof. They're big favorites against Atlanta. By the way, that will not, Tom, that will not be a line in your promo copy for uh, for Fox if you do wind <laughs> up in the booth. Even though it's uh, a lot of Fox owned sports. Uh, a Fox-owned spot talking about his personal life a lot. A lot. wonder how that's landed in his world. But he's seen a lot of bad football, and that's the sort of stuff you want out of your analyst. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Just come out and say it. Absolutely. Come out and say it. You know what? And when he says it, you can't be like, really? What do you know? Exactly. Really? Exactly. (laughs) You got an axe to grind because so-and-so, like the only one that you could say that about is Eli, right? Because everybody else, he's got. Got, They're the ones grinding the axe against him. Yeah. That's why he's untouchable in this position. No one's untouchable. Untouchable. Because you're still going to have mouth breathers who are going to, and there's going to be a lot of them, and they're going to question Tom Brady. Whatever. He's not reading his mentions. I'm just saying that they're out there. I know. I just still can't believe, like, Holding was out of control. Tom tweets, enough with all the holdings. I know. And then they were gone. They were. Yeah. There was the, another. The call. emphasis on holding yeah. suddenly got de-emphasized. Like, there wasn't another holding so call the rest ago, of the right? year after that. It was a couple of years ago, four <laughs> weeks into the year. And it was enough. He was about watching a Thursday night yeah. game saying, this yeah. is ridiculous, gotten out of hand. Then all of a sudden, we need to uh, re-emphasize our look at the emphasis. It's got a little power. It was gone. Don Brady. It was great. All right, Tom Brady. That's it. That's the sort of stuff. That's what, Anybody who's sitting there, what sort of analyst is he going to be like? That's it right there. Oh, he's going to tell okay. you right. Like it is. Okay. That's what I want out of my analyst. Yeah, he's going to tell you. That's why I think you. Aikman has gotten so great in the last few years. Yes. He's going to tell you right. He's like not it. pulling any punches. He nope. No, he doesn't. Nor does Romo. It's Romo's more, Romo's more of like telling you the X's and O's of it. Yeah. And yeah, I, and and that's yeah. my one. That's my one thing about Romo uh, that I, you know, I was on Romo with the uh, minute he, the minute CBS hired him, and I I told you, you on the gonna spot he's going to be amazing. Yeah. I I would just counsel him to get out of the I don't know, Jim. When it's a when it when it's a, a bad call, uh, just call, just 
to say that it's bad. It's terrible. Say, I don't know, Jim. It's just like, yeah, you know. We have, like the, yeah. You saying that means you know, so. That's his way of saying it. I know, but he can, yeah. you know. Just say it. Just get rid of that. I'm too nice a guy to to. to, to Tony's like, look, to say, man, cause, this cause got me this far. I'm going to stick with it. I know. Truly. Really. <laughs> Rich, thanks for the advice. I'm sorry. I can't hear you over hey, the cha-chings. That? What? Million exactly. dollars a game. Yeah. What? Yeah. Can't hear you over those cha-chings. The Brinks <laughs> And Caliendo's like, no, what are you telling him to stop doing that? Right. <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob. Square pants. Fantastic. Square pants. <laughs> <laughs> Summerall, <laughs> Summerall, so SpongeBob, SquarePants, fantastic. God, we need Caliendo. How do we not have Caliendo on our? We have Caliendo on my birthdays and should special we face, days. Should we Facetime him? Nah, right it's now? all right. We got too much stuff. Right. He's so Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. That's what our <laughs> kids used to say. Find the latest and greatest audio entertainment on Audible. It's got everything you want to hear, including the Rich Eisen Show, along with podcasts. You'll also find audiobooks and exclusive originals. Again, we're on there. We're talking comedy, sports stories, deep dives with athletes and entertainers, business, and anything else you're into. With Audible, you get access to thousands of included titles with more added every week. Listen on the road, at the gym, or anywhere you want to fuel up your imagination. Join and get 30 days free at the home of storytelling, audible.com. As, about to, as I'm reading this, I'm thinking, you know, we do this. We talk comedy, sports stories, deep dives with athletes, entertainers. <laughs> we do this. This isn't anything else you're into. And I'm like, well, when do we do business? And it's got in my head saying we haven't even talked in our eighth anniversary of one of my top five favorite moments on this show when Kevin O'Leary of Shark Tank was here. Oh. And we twisted Del Tufo's arm to pitch him on his idea for an app. And you refuse to do it. You wouldn't do it. And we're like, Mike, you've got to do it. And you're I like, I don't want to get it. I don't want to get killed. I don't want to get killed. I got eviscerated. And then you got eviscerated. Oh, use, he even used the words, I'm going to eviscerate you. It was a good Oh, app. my God. Nor <laughs> did we mention Keegan-Michael Key, who's one of our favorite oh, guests. Yeah. That's right. His guest yeah. spots here. Stone Street and him. I don't know if we ever laugh the as much as with those guys. cut. When you couldn't hear the audio. You didn't have the audio. I know on the day where you referred to yourself as the Bill Walsh Walsh of audio because you have so many other audio people in the business. Like you're, you have so many people on your tree. Coaching tree. Right, of, of audio tree. folks audio that you've, you've mentored. You called yourself the Bill Walsh of audio. Then he comes out here, and oh. it's start bench cut, in which you have to play him Arnold Schwarzenegger sound bites from, term, from, uh, from Predator because he was here for the sequel to Predator, and he couldn't hear him because you didn't play him right. Well, That's one of, the, that's one of our, our best moments, too. Oh gosh! I think so. To come, uh, we're gonna find, uh, we're gonna. However, it all pales in comparison to the moment that we're gonna have at the end of the show to celebrate our eighth anniversary. Love it. I guarantee you that. Love but it. when we come back, oh yeah, we got. Uh, I've been promising this. Our, we, we've been just BSing too much. I mean, we have our, our quarter season <laughs> awards. You're like, we got to get to it. It's like, what are you talking about? It's way too early for it. Week eight by the time we get to it. That's what we got coming up. Goodbye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. And you know what? It's so great that we're celebrating um, this show here on the campus uh, that we've been on for eight years. And the best way to celebrate it for those watching on Roku, you see it, and those listening to it, is to have something placed in the five-foot square in this huge-ass area that it's seen in the one piece of window right behind me the entire time. I mean... (laughs) I don't understand it. Oh, get it. Oh, there, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, there's a huge square out there. There's a huge square. But there's only one spot. There's only one spot that this cleaner could possibly this, be this, seen. This, what, is, what is that? The a vacuum cleaner or no, something? No, it's like it cleans the tile. Oh, the, yeah. The there's so many. How many? How, what is it? What would you say? There's like a. Uh, oh, gosh. How many square foot of tile that needs to be cleaned? So let's just leave it in the one spot that can be seen on the show. Thousands. <laughs> they like hanging behind By the way, it's like shot. literally every day. So yeah. I'm convinced now that they they do do it, they're doing a troll me right now. Is that what it is? It it's has to be. Because how? How? Literally, they have no idea. There, no, there's eight don't. miles of tile yeah. that that thing that I those guys would go every day. Yeah, but just leave it right there in the one spot that it they're need, like, they could be seen. In. They, they don't know what they for their family. I'm going to be on TV. I'm going to be on Roku right now. They just log on to the Roku channel. And I say that as someone who would do that. Yeah. If I wasn't sitting here, if Seriously. I was out there, I would do that. A hundred percent, Rich. <laughs> They're like texting that. their family. Watch. Oh, I don't know about that, Mike. No, I'm serious. All right, moving on. I would do that. Before I get really pissed. <laughs> Want me to go move it? No, yeah. stop. You got to stay right there. You got to give us your quarter season. Yeah. Oh, that's true. These are important. Uh, I need NFL <laughs> Films music, Mike. Look, I know that we always say we're marathoning, we're not sprinting, and there's still uh, three quarters of this marathon left-ish, right? I mean, when it used to be 16 games, very simple. Four games, it's the quarter post. Eight games, you're halfway through, right? Now it's 17 games, so what, right, right around in the middle of the first quarter tonight, or in the middle, right, right, right at the start of the second quarter tonight, it'll be the quarter post the point of the season for both the Broncos and Colts. <laughs> like, now you've reached it. I, don't, I mean, you know, I'm confused. I'm terrible, terrible at fractions. Always have been, you know, <laughs> never get it. Uh, honestly, my kids say, Dad, can you help me with your homework? I said, fractions, go ask your mother. Um, but that said, for simplicity purposes, it is the quarter part post of the season. We're one quarter through as far as I'm concerned. So why not give out awards? We do this every year, mostly. Usually. I think it's fun. And then we put it in the freezer and we'll take it out at the end of the year and see if um, if, it, if it lasted. Right? <laughs> if it lasted. Usually it doesn't. We'll defrost. That's yeah. what we determine, right? That's what we Jews and you yes. Italians do is yes, we, we, we freeze, we defrost, and then have. Yes. Okay. To make sure. Here we go. Hey, well, first of all, you can't leave black folk out of that. If, you, if, you, do, if, do, if your mom told you to thaw the chicken out in the morning and you didn't and she came home and that oh, chicken gosh. was still frozen. Oh, oh yeah. man. So you... It, there's freezing and there's having and there's yeah. defrosting? Yeah. My, my apologies. Yeah. I didn't mean to leave you out. <laughs> what are you saying? We're uniters okay. here. That's what we do. We unite people. We just order takeout. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. The MVP, coach, 
Defensive Player of the Year and Comeback Player of the Year through one quarter of the season. I have my awards, and then you guys are going to give yours. The MVP through one quarter of the season is, to me, unanimous. It's Jalen Hurts. And I had the Bills winning it all, and I still do. And I have Josh Allen winning MVP this year. I don't know. Um, I like Jalen Hurts. Nick Sirianni is my coach of the year right now. Everything looks terrific there. I was thinking of Mike McDaniel. Uh, Micah Parsons is my defensive player of the year through the first quarter of the season. He does not lead the league in sacks or tackles for loss. Um, Nick Bosa leads the league in sacks. Who leads the league in tackles for losses? Max Crosby, who also has a nice amount of sacks, too. But I'm just seeing Micah Parsons. I I don't see anybody. I I watch a lot of football. This just did. I don't know how many people in the league. I think Miles Garrett and Micah Parsons are the only people I've seen in the league who's made a tackle that they stand above Twitch just by standing there. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they get false starts just by standing across from somebody. So I'm going with Micah Parsons because their team's 3-1, and one, and I think part of the reasons why they're 3-1 and one is the defense. And my comeback player of the year is Saquon Barkley, who, if he keeps doing what he's doing right now, could wind up in some MVP votes if the Giants keep winning. And if the Giants come up with an 11-12 win season and threaten to win this division... Scoff all you want, but you are what you are. And if the Giants keep replicating through quarters of the season what they did this year, that's a 12-win season. So Saquon, if he keeps doing what he's doing and the Giants keep doing what they're doing, Saquon might wind up with some MVP votes when it's all said and done. What is Saquon coming back from? Injuries. He played 13 games last year. He's still a comeback player of the year. (laughs) Okay, He's still... I don't know. I guess. How about this then? My comeback player of the year is kind of similar. I'm going to go. If that doesn't require. Because I I almost did Saquon and then I looked it up. I was like, he actually played. I know he played a full year, but he wasn't healthy, man, last year. Oh, and he wasn't good either. I mean, he only had less than 600 yards. If you dispute it, then I'll go Geno Smith. I'm not disputing. Geno Smith is coming back from obscurity. Well, that's. You took mine. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Stay tuned for that. I apologize. Well, you shouldn't have pushed me. I know. He's okay. close to the edge. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will leave my commentary out for, for you to say yeah, what you yeah. want to say. Oh, good. But I, and one last thing about Coach of the Year. I was thinking of Mike McDaniel, as I mentioned. And I don't know, and he, because I just love the way that he's handled his business. I love what he's done with the offense. I love how he's made Tua more of a confident player. I like what he has done. Man, do I like what the way that he games things up. I, I, I would love to know the exact number of plays that they have. It looks like 500. Okay. But I, the, the way that things have been played out with Tua, and it may not be his fault at all. He may have been told, guy can go, coach. And the guys, if the coach is told, guy can go, he's going. And, but I, I don't know if everything that's happened with the Dolphins and Tua is going to cost at some point at the end of the year somebody saying, how can I vote for coach of the year when that happened with Tua? So, That's a good point. And it may not be but, fair, yeah. but I think that that is something that um, might strike against them. This is what I thought of. That's not why I chose Suriani. I chose Suriani because they're 4-0, man. And they're playing, they're playing the best football through the first four weeks, or at least the most unblemished football. Those are my choices for this fake award. Chris? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with you, Rich. I, I think MVP is unanimous. I, I almost went with, with Josh Allen, but the 4-0 is kind of a huge deal, and it's because of Jalen Hurts. Uh, defensive player of the year, I went with Jordan Poyer. He leads the NFL with four interceptions. Yeah. He's second in pass defended. He has six of those. Uh, and I just think 
the way that Bills defense, especially in their comeback wins, has been kind of awesome. And so uh, I'm going to give him some props here. I did go with Mike McDaniel for coach of the year. I think it's a culture change. You know, it's talk about the offense. It's getting the Dolphins are an exciting team now. And when was the last time you said that? You want to watch them on red zone. You want to seek out their games. And I think it's uh, largely due to him. And then I went with Geno Smith for comeback player of the year. And he's he's coming back from not playing. The dude hasn't played in four seasons. And he's been awesome. He's better than two thirds of the league right now. And nobody saw that coming except for probably him. And uh, props to him because it's awesome. Hmm, good stuff right there, man. But I, again, fair. It may be unfair to say I don't know if it's going to cost McDaniel by the end of the year. But a lot of football between now and then. And if the Dolphins win the division and beat the Bills, oh, man, course, then man. then I think he will be coached. Unless yeah. Sirianni is still undefeated. Yeah. What do you got over there, TJ Jefferson? What's your what's your list? Well, you know, my list is pretty obvious. You know, when we talk about quarter season awards, well, I'm looking at a, a team that many thought their season was over after uh, three quarters of the first game and then they came back. So oh just go gosh. ahead and show I don't even, just show it. Just show it. Okay, so TJ Jefferson. Just show the people. Show the uh, people what you got. Who, who, who I got there. Uh, you know my quarter oh, post awards. You know, Cooper Rush, the MVP. Uh, Daddy Mac, Mark McCarthy, Coach of the Year. Micah Parsons as the DPOY and Jason Peters coming back. As the no, Jason I'm just joking. Peters this is, is your comeback. <laughs> uh, that's just a joke. This is just but a joke. For, photograph of you with of Jerry, you and Jones. Jerry Jones. Wow. Oh, so you were on the Okie Doke. That's not your that, real one. That's not it. Sean Mitchell made that because we we had a group text yesterday, and I, I know said, you saw that. Yeah. So and then I tweeted oh. you back a gif of Stephen yeah. A. Smith, you know, rolling so his Sean eyes. Went ahead, Sean went ahead and made that I card. That back to you. But yes. no, uh, Rich. Believe it or not. Yeah, we are we are in sync on on our awards. As you can see, oh. I have Jalen Hurts as the most valuable player and Nick Sirianni. So you can't tell me my cowboy bias is there. It really hurt for me to put those two in here. But you, I mean, look what the Eagles are doing. And Brockman, I said it after the draft. I hated the Eagles draft because they got really good. Yeah, you hated it because it was awesome. Yeah, and it <laughs> yeah. was ba- good for them. Like the Road Warriors say, good for us, bad for you. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, shout out to the Eagles. They're doing it. I do believe Micah right now. The, uh, Defensive player of the year, just because I love what Dallas's defense is doing, and you know he's he's the guy there. And Saquon, Chris, you're right, he did play, but the last two seasons, Saquon Barkley rushed for 627 yards and two touchdowns. He was injury yeah. marred. A lot of people wondered if his career was over before it really got a chance to get going. Now Saquon is playing like the guy we was, you know, we we saw in Penn State in his first season. I so. agree with you, but your point is, I knew he played last year. I, I would never have chosen 13 games. I did I, not look it hey, up. Hey, look, I was going to do Saquon, too. And I, I was like, let me up. just check the game log. I knew he and played I was shocked at how year. much he actually he played. He wasn't healthy, man. He wasn't healthy. I mean, he played two games a year before. Yeah. Then he played 13. Oh, I, so, I, like I, I said, I, 600 I, yards. He has it already. I think our picks then will not stand the test of time because usually that does go to somebody who didn't even play the year before. Yeah, for sure. But, but Gino might win I like, it. Like, I like that has, pick. Has anyone ever won it? Coming back from obscurity, He's being the backup, yeah, I don't know. Like He's a guy who Seahawks came into the league, what, he came years? into the league as a second round draft choice. Remember, he was very upset. He was not in the green room. Uh, he stayed in a hotel room across the street, I think, for well, for the second day in New York City. And I think he was across from Radio City. I remember, if memory serves, he was not happy about being left on the board and showed up on night. Two, he we had a shot of him on NFL Network. This just my memory serves of him walking into Radio City Music Hall 
Also, you know, amongst, was, amongst all the crazies outside. Wasn't and, he crazy suited up for night one? And then he had like a sweater. And like a sweater over day two. two. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You're, you're, yes, that's what happened. Yeah. And then, of course, when you're drafted into New York after the Sanchez was done. And so you're supposed to then at least at least take everybody to the AFC championship game and you know twice that was the that was the ceiling well and that was the floor forget. that was the floor and Rex was there Rex was man I remember one time that a timeout wasn't called because Rex was too busy talking to the defense once that's that's the Geno Smith Jets and we all know what happened with a IKN and Polly, his teammate, broke his jaw. Ryan Fitzpatrick got the gig. Yep. And people forget, man, Gino was a baller at West Virginia. He was. Big, yep. t- big time numbers, man. Heisman candidate. Like, he was awesome. So, so yeah, he, he, he's coming back from all of that. Yeah. He's coming back from being a Jet. Basically just not for playing. For Rex Ryan. The back end of Rex Ryan's tenure. It's been forever since he's played meaningful games. Yeah, I have no issue with that that pick, Gino. Who else would there be, right? I mean, who else is performing it? Who was seriously hurt last year and is coming back? I think it could be Gino. And you know, and we had Gino Smith on before week one. We had him on before he stepped on the field against Russ on Monday Night Football. And don't forget, he got the gig in during the summer. Some thought is because Drew Locke got COVID just when the two of them hey, were yeah. going to start and yeah, yeah, yeah. share time in a preseason game. That's right. And then Pete came out and said, "It's just it, Drew can't catch up. It's Gino's job." And we're all like, "Really?" And that's why I was like, "Look, they're on the clock for number one pick." And so Gino Smith, uh, we've got the soundbite. Um, this is a fascinating soundbite of how he approached that Monday night opener and the opportunity that he was afforded with Russ going to Denver and Pete choosing him. Life's so so big. You know, I mean, we think about, you know, you're talking about football here. And uh, I've been, you know, lucky enough to play this game, you know, for a majority of my life. But uh, I also have great uh, perspective, you know, and life is so much bigger than just one opportunity uh, in one season. You know, it's my 10th season. And I've had other opportunities also. So, you know, coaches have always um, believed in me and I've always believed in myself. And, uh, you know, this is just my 10th year. And, you know, I see myself playing for a long time because it's not about myself. Never going to make it about myself. This isn't a redemption story or something like that. I've been living good for a long time. And, uh, you know, for me, like I said, it's just about going out there and executing, doing my job, doing what's supposed to be done, taking care of the football, leading us to points. On the 7th of September, this is not a redemption story. October 6th, he's 2-2. Two and two, Like everybody else in that division. And better stats than 20 other starters. Including Russell Wilson. Absolutely. Let's look at Seattle's. Schedule real quick if we can. <clears throat> They're at New Orleans this week. Why can't they win that game? Home for Arizona. That's the last Arizona game without DeAndre Hopkins. Good time to get Arizona. They come down here to take on the Chargers before they're home against the Giants at Arizona. And then a big-time game in Munich against Tampa hmm. before a bye week. 
why can't they be going into that Munich game above 500 or in the mix in the uh, division? Rashad Penny running the way that he's running. Exactly. From what we've seen out of them in the first four weeks, there's no reason to think they can't be. Right. They're in the mix. Pete Carroll, man. I told you. I told you. Am I ready? Am I ready to to collect on that? You know, where uh, I'm like, yet, I told yet. you, I told you they're always they're always better than you think. I want to see that the fairy dust can last. You know? How do you say poop cart in German? I need to learn that. <laughs> Do they have a cart in Germany in case somebody needs to go? Well, or, the, or maybe we just to the frat, we get something the, on the sidelines the huh? so they don't have to. Like, uh-huh. let's get a portable unit out there. So let's put it this way. Hold on a minute. And then we'll take a break, and then we'll finish up in a way that I'm particularly proud of on our eighth anniversary day. Uh, oh, by the way, um, I, I believe I have. Do I have, a, do I have a read here, Hoskins? Yeah, here it is. Yeah, that, uh, they, our awards were just brought to you by uh, the NFL app. And you can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on WestwoodOneSports.com, via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. TJ, you're the, you are the judge, okay? Oh, right. And you are a judge as well. Oh, I love it. Okay. But you're not here all the time. I so. used to be my nickname Wait. back in the day after Antonio Schubert. all the time. Rich. Yeah, there's stuff that goes on around here sometimes that you might not be here for. And I've, I don't think you were here for this the last Friday, but you were here for, for some of it. I said back in the summer, one of the things I was going to talk myself into, I was talking myself into, is that the Seahawks are going to be better than people think. Right? I said that in August, going into the season. Okay. This guy, last week... Talked about Bailey Zappi on this show when no one else was talking about Bailey Zappi. And he's taking, quote-unquote, credit for predicting Bailey Zappi. Okay. takes credit for a lot of things. What did you predict about Bailey Zappi? What did you predict? That's the whole point. And I don't know what you're claiming. I, I who's said, got a better I claim? He should, who's got a better I, claim is, okay. is the ultimate well, question that you need compar- to judge on. We're not okay. comparing the Why? two. They're not comparable. How are they not comparable? Because I mean? actually made a statement that I made a prediction that Seattle's going to be better than people think. And so far, right now, they are. They are. I think that's true. And what was your prediction? I, I came on here and said, I want to see Bailey Zappi start. The kid can play. Let's see what he's got. And here's what he got. He should have beat the Packers. Is that a prediction? No, or, He said, prediction. I'm sick of Hoyer. I don't want to see Hoyer. Yeah. I'd rather see Bailey Zappi show me what he's got. And then Zappi, remarkably, gets in the game. Not because of Hoyer's right. Of course, I, I say I don't want Hoyer it's to be injured. Hoyer got yes. hurt, right? And remarkably, is it Kenny Pickett who was the first rookie to throw a touchdown pass this year? Even though he got in the game, I believe it was. Is it Malik Willis who actually got in the game on on Monday night, week two? The first rookie of twenty twenty two to throw a touchdown yes. pass this year was named Bailey Zappi. Let's not forget he did have a, a little extra couple of uh, TikToks on the play clock. Okay. I can't see well. I don't, I don't understand. understand. I talked all week about see, Okay, Zappi. here here's the deal. Like, I don't I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say, Chris, you made a prediction. You made a, a, a call to arms. Yes. You were like, yeah. let's get the, I don't want to see. I already exactly. know what this guy can do. Right. It's not great. You pounded the table. Let's just give this kid a chance. Yes. So we're, I don't know that that's a prediction necessarily, but you did call for Zappy to call, come into the and game. now he's probably going to start this yeah. week. 
but you didn't predict like no. Yeah, so there's a difference, but a you diff- didn't call for it. It's right. a difference. Right. By I the agree. way, we know Bailey Zappi can handle the pressure. We do. We do. We do. We do. How you know? Look at oh, this. Wow. Look, oh my god! Look at the wow. scene in front of his locker yesterday. <laughs> hey, Bailey Zappi. I would love to Bailey. see what a snapshot was in front of Bailey Zappi's locker before Game Two. Probably wasn't even active. Probably, but there was nobody. He could he could have gotten dressed. He could have probably he could have probably played three card Monty in front of his. <laughs> no, yeah. And not a single soul was going to stop Told to see. Look at the shirt on butt naked and no one would have paid. Yo, I saw a great tweet too. Bailey Zappi looks like a guy who would play Mac Jones in a Netflix movie. I yeah. like it. I sent I sent a picture of Hoskins earlier this week. If you put like, it's a picture the of the two of them together. Yeah. It's like what? Who? It, is it Bailey Jones or Mac Zappi? Like Mac wait, Zappi. I don't, is great. I don't know. They're the same person. They look like brothers, twins. Um. So how is Zappi? And has Zappy handling the pressure. Here we All go. Right, big question. Bailey, you come into the locker room, you look over to your locker, and you see this big crowd standing around. What's your first reaction? <laughs> oh, I smile. Uh, <laughs> I like talking to y'all. Did you... Just like Western Kentucky? I mean, yeah, maybe fa- a little fa- bit. Fa- yeah. 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 <laughs> is, that, is that Bailey Zappy? No. Huh? He's from Victoria, Texas. Yeah, damn straight he is. You know who else is from Victoria, Texas? Stone Cold Steve Austin. How about that? He's got a little Texas rattlesnake in him. He was born after Tom Brady got drafted. (laughs) Well, at this point, everybody was. (laughs) I mean, exactly. So take a snapshot. Take a snapshot of what his locker looks like right now and what it's going to look like when Mac Jones gets (laughs) back. Right. (laughs) Or him smiling, saying, I can't wait to talk to more of you media now. (laughs) And never get interviewed again. Or a month from now, if Mac Jones is still not back. Oh, gosh. NFL's wild, man. Beautiful. The NFL's wild. All right, when we come back, our greatest achievement in the history of this program. Facts. Okay? You have no idea what I'm talking about, but we do, and I think it's a unanimous selection. That's coming up next to wrap up our 8th anniversary edition of The Rich Eisen Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Hey, you can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. If it's the NFL, it's on Westwood One. Uh, great show today. Going, went down a lot of memory lane today because it is our eighth anniversary. And um, we, we talked about some of the great segments that we've had and memories that we've had and the guests that we've had. And the eight years of content creation is one way to put it. But I don't believe there's been anything in the history of this uh, program that could top the content, if you will, creation that you're about to learn of. We all know about it here, but here on the Rich Eisen Show, I would like to introduce Sarah Jackson to those watching on the Roku channel. 
as well as listening Hello. to this on our show. Good to see you, Sarah. Sarah, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody here? What do you, yes. what do, you do here on the program? Yes, I've been your makeup artist, your groomer for years and here you, on the Rich Eisen Show. I appreciate you using the word grooming. <laughs> yes. Um, I yes. appreciate that because that normally connotes that it requires hair and makeup. Um, <laughs> yes. So you've had the difficult job of, of, of dealing with the dome for a very long time. Not that bad. Okay. We had we had Denise for many, many years and then yeah. she she right. she uh, went uh, full time with NFL Network in a, in her gig. And then you came in here. I did. And then uh, one day um you met sitting in Mike Del Tufo's chair a, g- a gentleman named Jason Freeman, correct? Did I you? did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a just a random guy, just you know, hanging out here for a couple of days. Okay, right. <laughs> and well, uh, you and Jason wound up uh, getting we got engaged married. and married. And now we have a little baby on the way. How about that? <laughs> yes. A little Rich Eisen show baby. <laughs> Is that weird to say that? Rich, no. sorry. Sorry, Susie. It's the truth, though. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Right? Yeah, it is. And uh, amazingly, too, Chris, you met Sarah Tiana through a member of the staff from years ago named Chris Burns, Yeah, right? Chris Burns worked at the Comedy Store, but he also worked here, and he would invite us out to random nights, like, hey, you guys should come by, like, so-and-so yeah. is going to be performing. So I just happened to go one day and met Sarah, then we started dating a year later. And Cage Brockman was born on our last day on the audience channel. Yes, correct. On the audience correct. network. Correct. Yeah. And uh, your baby is due one. Next week. Damn. Oof. Yeah. The 15th. We'll and uh, 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 it's funny. I remember when I met Jason and I remember not wanting to tell you I was engaged and you were like, you're engaged. And I was like, I don't, I didn't want to tell Rich. You, why didn't you want to tell me? I don't know. <laughs> now look, it was we're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, just but, uh, just think about it. just think about it. You know that yeah. that um, it's wild that Jason's here, you're here, and you guys met, and now yeah. you've got this baby. Yeah, of course. And, and what if you know? Do you ever sit around and think, what if Mike Del Tufo treated his job like it was his main job here at the Rich Island Show? <laughs> Rich, huh? Jason was the floor guy at that point. I was. He here. didn't sit in for you. No, he remember he yeah. signed Mike up to talent. Remember, I had the person. He's filling me. in for Fowler. So yes. yeah. 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 I mean, I get it. So yeah. part of my audio tree of bringing Jason in, oh, I'm part oh of this. Gosh. I feel a little so, honored. So Mike is the godfather. Godfather Mike. He's your godfather? Oh, my gosh. I, mean, I guess so now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, you are. <laughs> Don Del Tifo. Don Del Tifo. It makes sense. Good to have a rich godfather. This is the best. I'm so, so happy for those two. I love this. Yeah. This is amazing. Well, I'm a little upset that Sarah didn't I mean, bring yeah. us donuts today you know, <laughs> wow, on her right. anniversary. What are you talking about? Well, that, that's our, that's that our was, thing. That was a thing. You know? uh, I, I know it might be a thing, but I mean, she's got a lot going on. Yeah. It doesn't matter, on. Rich. She she has one assignment, and that's when she comes in to bring us something. A very masculine child? Is it a very is it a boy? It's a boy. It's okay. a boy. very masculine. And uh, are, do we have a, a name picked Yeah, Hunter. 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 Yes. Hunter. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. But that, we have just... had Fred Dreyer on the program. Was yes. that the day that you guys met when Hunter was here? Well, Triple H hasn't Can we been check here that yet. Out? Oh, yeah. so... Fred Dreyer has been here. Fred Dreyer's been on. Hunter. Hunter Freeman. Hunter Hunter William Freeman. He Hunter sounds like the first William baseman for the Freeman. for the the yeah. Braves. To be honest with you, uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, honestly, I I say this. You know, I've said this to you off the air. You know what? I know. I get. I know. I get really emotional about it. Yeah. The fact that this show exists. 
yeah. and that you guys met here. That's that's what this is all about. Yeah. So. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ah, and thank everybody Congrats, out there guys. for taking in this program here on the Roku channel. We start our, uh, what, our ninth year tomorrow, right? Yeah. The Ocho. Let's do yeah, it, baby. The Ocho. <laughs> We're Moving back on. on the Roku channel in a moment.